Welcome to the Fourth Branch program. Glad you can make it. I am MD. This program is dedicated exclusively for those with common sense, a spirit of patriotism, and a determination for a more perfect union. Stay tuned as we begin the discussion of a very important, interesting, and enlightening topic. Hope to hear from you soon. Happy listening. Welcome to the Fourth French Program, the place for common sense. Today is Saturday, June 6, 2020. My name is Mike Duchesne. That can only mean one thing. You are watching the only program which discusses politics, social issues, through the prism of common sense. Um, here is uh, an important or special program that today we're going to talk about a lot of things that are happening, but we're going to look at them through the prism of common sense. And the best way to capture that is to ask this important question. What's wrong with that picture? Make sense of the noise. Talking points here, sound bites there, chaos, confusion, partisanship, lawmakers with no concern for our constitution, deception, corruption running rampant in Washington. Is it all politics? Join me every day for our regular program air at 10:30 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook. Twitter for a discussion on social political issues which impact our lives and those of future generations. See you there. Oh, once again, welcome to the Fourth Branch program. If you join us before, we do thank you for making this journey a little bit more bearable. If you join us for the first time, once again, welcome. The Fourth French Program, this program, is not associated with any political party. And we, at the Fourth French, we do not have any political agenda 
all aspiration. Our ultimate objective is to perfect the union. But in order to do so, we ought to remove the biggest obstacle, ignorance. Most of everything that's wrong with the world, if not everything, are caused by ignorance. You take any topic in any era, within any society, anything that's wrong, that is, you don't have to be a genius. You can trace that wrong back to ignorance at the time. The worshipping of, for instance, snakes. Because when a snake bites, especially a venomous snake, it kills mankind at that time, in that remote era in our existence, worship snake. superstitious obviously sounds superstitious but it has to do with ignorance later on we'll learn that venomous snake kill because the poison injected into our system damage our nervous nervous system and would eventually kill the subject you take any example if we take the example for instance of witch hunting in England where a number of women were burned alive because at that time society the society then living in extreme ignorance perceive a group of people that look a certain way as witches wizard in hindsight we even here in the united states we always talk about salem where a lot of witches quote lost their lives because society at large were ignorant in that matter in every one of these time that we look back we can trace make a direct connection between the wrongdoing and the ignorance at the time there is no if and but about it it's that simple no matter how much you see people are trying to explain away the ill the evil the wrongdoing of our society if you don't want to get yourself involved in a lot of philosophical discussion argument you can tell them the only reason we're talking about this evil this wrongdoing is because of ignorance and it's usually the ignorance of some individual sometimes if it's the ignorance of, of a whole community in the case of witch hunting for instance where an individual influential individual 
someone that they consider important they consider his words are uh, or even his his position his status as being someone who knows what he's doing what he's talking about if that individual say X the words got out and everybody in the community goes by that individual and interestingly enough even in the worst case scenario there are always people who question the wrongdoing being inflicted on others you may recall even in the Bible the Bible the book that Christian used to talk about the love of God the Bible there is a principle in the Bible that says if a woman is caught in adultery that woman is ought to be stoned to death now I'm not here to talk to you about the Bible to just provide illustration as to whenever there is a sector in our society that us that is smart enough to question something being done to a group it is extremely important to prevent the wrongdoing from being carried out because there is almost a hundred percent likelihood that the wrongdoing is generated is triggered is caused by ignorance so I don't have to try to convince you that slavery no matter which brush you use to explain it away is wrong today we're going to talk about the protests on the street we also going to present to you the reaction by individuals various social status our position in our society across the world we are also going to look at what's coming up which is the 2020 presidential election interestingly enough all those three things are closely related and I really urge you to pay very close attention because the future I should say a viable future of this republic depends 
almost exclusively on the choices that are made by the people here in the United States. Just like burning women because society at the time considered a group of women who looked a certain way as witches, there were a huge, large, probably majority of the people in that community went along with that idea. There was a minority that went, wasn't too sure about that, but stay silent. And there was an even smaller group that was completely against it but did not have any way of preventing it from happening. This is, in a sense, what has caused the greatest harm, what has created the greatest tragedies here in the United States of America. It happened then, and we're seeing it evolving right under our eyes. And ironically, we are again presented with the exact same setting. There are three very distinct groups of people during slavery and today. We know what happened. So let's see if there is a way we can avoid the same thing from happening again to our nation. several books based on presidents and on Obama specifically, I found that they're typically partisan. The Obama legacy targets the heart of the issue by giving credit to the president where it's due, but definitely coming down hard on Obama on his bigger failures, like his handling of the Syrian crisis. If you are in college, going to college, you are an educator, a faculty member, or someone with interest in government or politics. The Obama Legacy is definitely a book to read. My professor recommended The Obama Legacy. A friend actually recommended The Obama Legacy. I would highly recommend this book for anyone, whether for academic use or leisure reading. I would recommend this book to anyone out there searching for an impartial and unbiased look into Barack Obama's tenure as president. I would definitely recommend this book as a good read for both liberals and conservatives. Right here in America, there is no lack of 
important issues that the whole country could work on in order to make our society better. It's not that we don't know what those issues are. But as I just mentioned, despite the progress that has been made in every aspect of our lives, and there is really plenty, whether it's medicine, technology, no matter which aspect of our lives we look at, the progress that has been made, tremendous. But there is one aspect of our life, and which is probably the most important, that we've been lagging behind by maybe thousands of years. It begs the question as to, is there hope for mankind? It is no secret that for the past couple of weeks there has been protests across the country. Not because people don't have anything to do, but because injustice has been made. Now for us blacks, that's not anything new. We've watched, we've watched our communities destroyed by the very people, the police officers who are supposed to protect them, destroyed by those very people. And as I mentioned, this is nothing new. In time of slavery, the masters, white people, considered blacks as their properties and they would do anything they wanted to blacks, dispose of them, and there was absolutely nothing, no reper repercussion for taking a human's life. Following the period of slavery, you would think, at least that's what sounds logical, you would think that the same people that took the Bible every Sunday, every weekday, went to church to profess being Christian, to profess having love of God, you would think those people have some sort of revelation or God, and the question is, which God were, were they talking about? Which church, what exactly did they preach at those churches? You would think those people would have the love in their lives to see what they were doing to another human being was wrong. Oh no! It was justified. As far as they were concerned, that was great! Black slave, whites, having a great life, they working the field 18 hours, 20 hours a day, while whites sitting, sipping on tea, 
playing dominoes, watching TV. Great time! There is not a single one of them those going to church, those reading the Bible, those professing to have some sort of moral values, not a single one of those individuals stop and say, gee, what are we doing? Oh no, it's blacks. Remember I mentioned to you in society, since the beginning of time, there has always been three very distinct group of people. Those committing evil, those who are neutral, so to speak, because eh, it's not affecting me, I don't have anything to do with it, I'm not going to get involved, and those who actually are outraged about the evil being inflicting on others, but they're too much in a minority to do anything about it. It was like that during slavery, that there was a group of people, especially those who profess to be Christian, those who profess to have moral values, those who profess to have family values. Yes, usually, the evil being committed in any society usually is by people who pretend to have some sort of value. That's usually the case. Take any era, any period, any society, and take a look at what kind of people are committing those evil, those wrongdoing. At the time of the Bible, the very people that were saying that a woman caught in adultery ought to be stoned usually were the same priests sneaking in the back door to sleep with those women and when those women get caught in adultery then those women would be stoned to death in the meantime the men escaped I guarantee you take any stroll in history any stroll you want in any society any group any race any time at all you find out the very people who are inflicting Evil, wrongdoing on others are usually the people who are always claiming to have some sort of values. By now, that should start telling us a story about people who are, op who are opposed to reform, who are opposed to someone who is asking to stop the evil, to stop the wrongdoing. That's why sometimes I feel conflicted because I see so much evil being perpetrated by the people who pretend to be Christian, who pretend to have moral value, who pretend to have family values. And I think to myself, is there hope for our society? But I also look at the other side of the coin where I know that evil wrongdoing survive for a very long time, but in the end, evil will be defeated. The very people, the very people in this society, in our society, 
the very people who are supposed to protect the citizen of the country are the very people who inflict harm on those people on the citizen of the country whether it's the government at the federal level as we will show you shortly or the police officers on the street they believe their job is to inflict harm on the citizen they're supposed to protect and the reason is very simple as I mentioned there are three groups of people in this country and pretty much everywhere the group that are committing the evil and the group that are silent that is silent because figure out I'm not affected I'm not gonna do anything about it and the group that is completely against the evil the wrongdoing but that group is too small and too weak to be able to do something about it slavery in the United States lasted 400 years the group that was doing evil on those blacks the white slave masters they justify doing that they were Christian or oh, they have it they had a Bible I'm talking about especially the same people today that you see that oppose the protests against police brutality if you look back in their lives you'll find out that their ancestors great 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 grandfather were racist were slave masters they were to inflict pain on blacks wrongdoing that's that was their job and they felt good about it because they felt well they superior and today their great 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 grandson and granddaughter feel that they white and they supposed to be able to have the same privilege to continue to inflict harm on blacks during the period of slavery it was in the form of slave master relationship today the police officers believe that they still have the rights to continue to oppress to continue to torture and no one should say anything about it because well we white aren't we the killing of blacks in America is not anything new for blacks as I mentioned many times here there are two America here in this country if you talk to any white individual they tell you most cops are good there are just a few bad apples you talk to any black person they will tell you most cops are corrupt there are just a handful of good cops and both will be right and the reason is very simple that most white cops harass antagonize and taunt blacks and they get away with it 
so white do not know what's going on in the black circle because everything that bad cops do they go in the black neighborhoods and do it and the worst part of it is the chief of police the mayors the governors actually applaud what they do great job joe taking criminal off the street in farrakoe new york cops went out on the street to antagonize black young black uh, men in order for them to get angry and to say something bad so that they can get arrested yes the very people whose job is to serve and protect are the very people who are out there inflicting harm on the people they're supposed to protect this is not fairy tale so that's why in america it took a very long time for people to realize that most cops are bad cops from a black perspective that's not an exaggeration because you will be hard pressed to find a black individual who who cannot tell you a a bad experience with a cop i personally resent the sighting of a cop i do not feel safe in the presence of a cop why do you think so i've seen enough of cops the way that they treat blacks it's like to them blacks are slaves and they don't have any right they violate black civil rights constitutional rights and they accuse them of all kind of thing disrespectful of a police officer you do this you do that and they throw the book at them and the system say oh it's a black maybe it's true i've seen it i've witnessed it firsthand so yes for blacks most cops are corrupt and that's not an exaggeration so when you see the protest on the street and you hear a bunch of white people who have the microphone talking against the protest it reminds me of this period in our history slavery because those people slave masters their family members their friends could not understand why blacks weren't happy being slave why are they trying to flee their condition why were they revolting why do they want to inflict harm on us the slave masters what's wrong with those people so they call them savage they call them criminal but they weren't because they went to church they have a family that they were raising and on top of that they pray god but those people those angry who had to work 18 hours a day in the field unhappy what's wrong with those people that was then by the slave masters today that's the same predicament blacks are in so when whites do bad things to black such as when you saw Amy Cooper calling the cop on a black man who dared to talk to tell him to put her dog on a leash it's like how dare you how dare you black telling me what to do I'm a white woman I have 
all the rights in the world to do whatever I so wish. Now, I would like to sit there and tell you that Amy is racist, which she is, but Amy racism is not isolated. The reason she could do that is because she knows she's going to call a system that's put in place to torture black, to kill black, to inflict pain on black without any repercussion. So Amy wasn't calling the cop because she was just a racist. Amy was calling a, a cop on a black man because she knows and understand that when she did that, the black man is going to suffer the harshest punishment, could even lose his life. As I mentioned many times before here in this program, our society condones injustice done to blacks. And we can recognize those people very easily. Go and watch Fox and see what happened when a black is killed by a police officer. Listen to the comments or the silence. Today, today, most Republicans are silent on what happened to George Floyd. Most of them. There are a few that came and condemned what had happened. But that's to the extent they're interested in talking about it. Because as far as harm inflicting on blacks, oh, that's okay because it's blacks. We've been doing that for the longest. Why in the world do they have to protest? That's why when you tune into Fox, you listen to people like Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram. They focus their attention on a few people who are enraged and looting and rioting instead of the majority of the people that are peacefully protesting against police brutality because to them creating chaos confusion division that's how they live because they too are racist if you go far enough in the lineage you'll find out their great great grandparents their ancestors were slave masters so they still carry the gene of people who hate blacks who would like black to stay in the system of oppression as far as those people who are racist are concerned the system of oppression serves them well that's why amy cooper people like amy cooper love the idea of the system of oppression because how in the world could she make a phone call and say, a black man is threatening my life? Lying to the system because she knows that the system will take her side. Those people you see today that are against the protests that are going on against police brutality those are the very people racist they can argue all they want 
It's like someone who say, you caught a woman in adultery. According to the Bible, you have to stone the woman. But they the same people who actually go sneak in the back door to sleep with that woman and putting that woman in that predicament to be stoned. And that's the same thing we're seeing with blacks. They doing things to harm black, to inflict pain, and even kill blacks. But they don't want blacks to protest against those kind of brutality. It's the same thing playing out right in the open. Mankind has never changed. Never changed. It's not difficult for me to, to recognize an, an individual who is racist. No, not because the individual is white, because as I mentioned in this program before, during the time we were talking about slavery, we featured a number of, of whites who actually put their lives in danger to defend blacks. So we know that not all whites are racist. We know that. John Brown, in particular, which we feature, who not only put his life in danger but put the life of his own family in danger five of them were killed defending blacks so we know we are well aware there are whites who cannot stand the idea of any human being being dehumanized being tortured being killed we know that so when i say i recognize a racist when very easily i'm not talking about because the person is white When a black voice is raised in protest to oppression, those who are comfortable with our oppression are always the first to criticize, to criticize us for talking against it, for speaking against, against it, against the oppression. So it's easy to recognize people who are racist. As far as they're concerned, blacks are supposed to simply take it because, well, you are black, so what are you complaining about? So networks such as Fox, as I mentioned many times here in this program, is one of the gravest danger to our society. They promote hatred, they spew lies, deception, they are always at the forefront of doing things that, that do not advance mankind. There are three very distant group in every society in any period of time the group committing evil a group that is silent and a group that is fed up with it but doesn't have the means and the tool to put an end to wrongdoing today police officers are doing wrongdoing to people they're supposed to protest to protect 
and they are backed up by races such as people at Fox, by races such as people like Donald Trump in the Oval Office, and they believe that they have the right to inflict harm on innocent individuals. Those are the people committing the evil. That's what is now, that's what comprises our society. The people committing the evil, there is a silent group that says, I'm not going to be involved because it doesn't affect me. Those people are as much accomplice as the people committing the evil. And the group that's fighting the evil, they don't have the resources, they ha don't have the number in order to reverse the wrongdoing and the evil being committed. Yes, my fellow American, there are three groups of people today in this United States. The group that is committing evil and those supporting it and there is a silent group that take advantage of it because when there is chaos, there is always a group taking advantage of chaos. And the group that you see on the street protesting is the group that want to put an end to evil. So watch out for the people who are talking against the protests. That is the group that is exactly the same as the group that was that would that preferred to go to war civil war that is instead of recognizing that slavery was bad we still have the same people their 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 their, their generation their 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 their, 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 their pro uh, the children their grandchildren still out there doing the same thing their ancestors were doing. So when you see Mayor ja Jacob Frey after the killing of uh, George Floyd, it didn't take him more than 24 hours for him to come and uh, fire uh, direct Chauvin, the guy who killed George Floyd. It did take the mayor more than 24 hours to quickly fire him and ask that a, the criminal charges be against that monster now the nation is in protest because of what you saw on your screen but I can guarantee you the protest is a spillover because blacks are tired disgusted simply tired of being the victim because most police officers and I, I don't know whether there is any other way to repeat that 
to explain that most police officers when it comes to blacks are corrupt there are just a handful of police officers who are good cops who want to do the right thing but most police officers I started to write about that since 2013 in a series called criminals with badges it's not today with George Floyd murder that we're finding out that police officers are criminal I started writing about it since 2013 that doesn't mean it started in 2013 either but it's the time that I started publishing articles and featuring crime committed by cops on an armed individual on the street I call them criminal with badges 2013 in America most of the conversation were well it's just a few bad apples for blacks we always knew the basket is a basket of rotten apple we always knew that it was just a matter of time before it become obvious to the rest of the world that yes indeed it's not a few bad apple it is a system that's corrupt to the point that killing a black man is a sport he's an example and what makes the matter even more troubling is there are so many people racist still living in this 21st century that when those cops committed those crime they are certain to get away with it here's an example happened in South Carolina do you know what the cops said as defense the guy that's running that cannot even run properly the guy the police officer Michael Schlager that's his name that guy he told the court that Walter was Walter is the guy that he just gunned down, executed. He said Walter was trying to take his gun. As I pointed out in this program before, whenever a police officer kill a black person, do not believe a single word that comes out of their mouth. When you hear that other police officer corroborated the story, you see that execution you just saw? The part of the video I didn't show you is there was a, another police officer that came and that, that tried to plant a gun on the dead body on the, on the floor to say that he had a gun. The reason that those things continue on and on and on and on is because the system guarantee that when a cop gun down execute and unarmed black men the system say it was justified 
we are tired. So when you hear someone, especially in the news, people like Fox Rush Limbaugh coming and telling you, talking about people protesting, know this, they are racist. There is no if and but about it because people who are racist like to make sure, like to make certain things stay the way they are because they don't see the harm being done to blood. They don't care about the harm being done to blood. As long as things stay the same, they are okay with it. That's the same thing that happened during slavery. As long as things stay the same, they are okay with it. several books based on presidents and on Obama specifically, I found that they're typically partisan. The Obama legacy targets the heart of the issue by giving credit to the president where it's due, but definitely coming down hard on Obama on his bigger failures, like his handling of the Syrian crisis. If you are in college, going to college, you are an educator, a faculty member, or someone with interest in government or politics. The Obama Legacy is definitely a book to read. My professor recommended The Obama Legacy. A friend actually recommended The Obama Legacy. I would highly recommend this book for anyone, whether for academic use or leisure reading. I would recommend this book to anyone out there searching for an impartial and unbiased look into Barack Obama's tenure as president. I would definitely recommend this book as a good read for both liberals and conservatives. In a society in which people with even an average level of values, morality, ethics, a case against Donald Trump would not have to be made by Democrats. Republican who happen to well who claim to be Christian Republican claim to have family values they claim to have moral values the Republican would have made a case against Donald Trump and have Donald Trump replaced Democrat would it would have been a difficult job for Democrat 
to argue against that. Because Republicans would have done what would be expected of them that they are Christian, they abide by family values, they abide by rule of law, they respect and protect the Constitution. And Donald Trump is a complete opposite of that. So getting rid of Donald Trump would not be an argument made by Democrats. The Republican would have taken upon themselves to do that and to prove to themselves and to the rest of the country that they indeed are Christian. They indeed are people with moral value. They indeed are people who want to protect the Constitution. But instead, even when Democrats present those arguments, they like, who cares about the Constitution? This is not anything unusual because George Washington, George Washington, as if he was living today, Beware of the people with pretended patriotism who would clip the wings of the American eagle in order to feather their own nest. George Washington knew that we would have those people. And that's exactly what we have today in the Republican in Washington. Oh, they are patriots, of course. They have moral value. They have, they have family value. They have all kind of value they want to inflict. To, they want everybody to abide by those values. But they don't display any of them. As of the existence of this republic, Donald Trump is the most depraved individual who has occupied the Oval Office. And notice I said the most not one of the most. But Republicans don't have any problem. You know what's even funnier? The Christian, those people who claim to be Christian, oh, they, fine, Donald Trump is great. I am actually saddened by the very fact that every now and then I have to tell you that I was raised in a Christian environment. Sometimes I feel like it's more a value, it's more a shame than a value. Because when I watch those people who claim to be Christian, the kind of thing that they're doing, I wonder what what good is it to call yourself Christian because when someone is a Christian they're supposed to have better sense better values especially if they abide by the biblical principles they're the one who would fight against injustice they would be the one fighting against people who don't want to abide by those moral values and yet they're the one supporting anything that's 
goes against the same value they pretend to have. We watch Donald Trump who was trying to provide a, a follow-up for his re-election campaign clearing a whole field of peaceful protesters using the armed forces. That side of the National Guard on the street of America is reminiscent of time of war. Except that this time, the war is against the American people by the very person elected to protect them. You know what's even more ironic about six ten PM Eastern Time Attorney General William Barr was spotted walking through the park surveying the scene with a security detail. Then at 6.15, the president tweeted he would be making brief remarks in the Rose Garden on the federal response to the nationwide protests. 20 minutes later, around 6.35, police fired flashbang shells and mounted officers began to push protesters back in the park. Yes, in the United States of America, the country that spend the soldiers' lives and billions and billions and billions of dollars in taxpayers' money to go to war, to liberate other nations and telling those people, we want you to have the freedom to protest. We want you to have the freedom to express yourself. We want you to be able to Tell your government you do not accept being oppressed, being suppressed. And here it is in the United States of America. The government is using the armed forces tool against the citizen of the United States. But you know what's even more sad is the fact that 
after that, one of the pastors, mega church pastors, were, was interviewed. And the pastor was elated that the president did that. Because it shows strength. It shows strength. When I mention every time I start this program that ignorance is the biggest problem that we have here, it's not a slogan. It's almost an everyday experience by people, not people 200 years ago, people today who are showing a level of ignorance never before seen. But what makes the situation even more sad is the people who are that ignorant actually have other people who listen to them. A pastor of a mega church saying those kind of things which really doesn't even have the a spirit of discernment to see that no matter which way you look at it it's not good for any people, let alone the people in the United States of America, a country that claim to be based on a system of democracy and a pastor who's supposed to have some sort of guidance, spiritual guidance. And that's a pastor saying that. And he has people who actually listen to him. When I say the level of ignorance in this country, that's really what's destroying this country. Again, that's not a slogan. Because when you have the people at the top, the leaders being that stupid, that ignorant, and they have other people listening to them, this is the next generation. They are building a generation of idiots, a generation of stupid people. As you can see, I have every reason sometimes to feel completely deflated, discouraged, because it's like evil is winning. Less than 48 hours after the president did what you just saw on the video, members, high-ranking officers, general former Secretary of Defense came out to denounce that what the President of the United States did was completely unethical, unprofessional, and even unconstitutional because doing using the armed forces against a citizen of the United States is something that you watch on TV and you say, how could a government do that to its people? You watching on TV when it happened in Iran, when it happened in Syria, when it happened in Russia, when it happened in North Korea, and now you're watching it right here in the United States of America. And then a pastor say, great, the president shows strength. Against whom? Yes, it's the very people the ignorant people, the idiots in this country that contribute a great deal to the predicament the country is in today. 
So the problem we have in these United States of America is not a simple problem. Because as I mentioned many times here in this program, when you have leaders who exploit the ignorance of their followers, it's a grave situation. I've been uh, saying for since Donald Trump been in the Oval Office if you look at the top it's a people branch it says America in crisis that banner I used that banner the first day that Donald Trump stepped foot in the Oval Office because I knew then that America is in crisis there is not a single day that has gone by since Donald Trump has been in the Oval Office that anyone can say that well maybe things are going to get better the problem we've been having in this country is not caused by a foreign government it's not caused by terrorism the crisis we've been having in this country is the making of the very individual who's supposed to prevent crisis to work to solve crisis and it so happened this is what we have today I know I'm doing something good because I have a number of people some used to be subscribed to my uh, YouTube channel they all dropping out because they just cannot stand that guy they're looking for someone to tell them what they want to hear such as Donald Trump is doing a great job Donald Trump is the greatest president since the existence of this republic. After Donald Trump, the country just has to close its door because this is over. This is going to be hell. I mean, this is the end of time. There are people who want to stay and live in ignorance. And as far as I'm concerned, if that's where your stance is I don't think you're helping the cause because the very purpose of this program is to perfect the union and to perfect anything you have to accept and acknowledge your mistake and then work towards perfection so if your idea is to hear people that only tells you what you like to hear not what's wrong but what you like to hear then your country you don't have really much to contribute and i always know that's the case as i pointed out to you in the very beginning there are three types of people always living in any society there is a group that's committing evil supported by their supporters there is a group that's 
neutral if you want to call that because they don't care it's not affecting them directly so they don't care what happened and there is a group that's fighting evil I happen to cater to the group that's fighting evil wrongdoing injustice the first step to solving any problem is to recognize the problem then if you do not want to recognize the problem then you cannot solve or even help solve the problem so your contribution is not is not going to be missed because i know most of the people who stop with either unsubscribe unfollow they still watch I know that because I seen their comments they just unhappy because that guy is always telling them something they don't want to hear because I only want to hear that Donald Trump is a great president and that guy is not saying that the individual that violate the letter of the Constitution that trampled the rule of law and that don't give a damn about our well-being and that's a person you want me to promote for you you already know where to go to get that thought if you go to on thought you're not gonna miss anything because that's what they do on a regular basis no matter who is at Fox talking they make a pledge to tell you what's good if Donald Trump does something bad you're not gonna hear about it they prefer to talk about uh, Big Bird they want you to stay and live in ignorance because it benefits them because as long as their audience is ignorant they will continue to make money your well-being is not their problem you staying in ignorance you living in ignorance is not their problem in fact the longer you are ignorant the better it is for their pockets because you help them make money it so happened here in this program we do not get remunerated for doing this that's why we able to tell you exactly what is yes we do understand sometimes some people say the delivery I'm not here to sugarcoat things for people call the devil by its name no matter how nice you are to the devil that's not gonna change anything it's still going to be the devil it's still gonna do wrong it's still gonna do evil so why sugarcoat it so there is a little bit of hope in the horizon because we have a number of people General Mattis used to serve in uh, Trump administration and he is one of the most respected general and that's what he said Trump is a threat to the Constitution of the United States 
And if anybody know General knows General Mattis, they know he's not a guy that gets involved in talking about politics or even making comments. In fact, he's been out for a very long time. He abstained himself from saying anything. But when you watch the National Guard being used against the people of the United States of America, that's when he realized that we are at a point where we're talking about not philosophical discussion of authoritarianism, but we're talking about the actual action of an authoritarian. And then you have pastors that says, oh, that's great. There cannot be any authoritarian in any country, in any era, without idiots like that. Because idiots always love the idea of having an authoritarian, and they think it's good for the country. It's good for them because the authoritarian happened to say that he shared the ideal. Ignorance is the gravest threat to any society. We have hope, in a sense, because we have this. Joe Biden has officially been uh, crowned the nominee for the Democrat Party. You may recall that the race has been over quite some time. Bernie Sanders has already uh, gave in, uh, but because of the coronavirus and later of the protests on the street, we lost track of the fact that there were a lot of primaries that were going on across the country. And uh, according to the latest result, Joe Biden has accumulated 1,995 delegates, which is four delegates more than he needed to become the nominee. And Bernie Sanders, who came second, are uh, just over a thousand delegates. So officially, Joe Biden is not just the presumptive nominee, but is now the nominee for the Democrat Party. Now that's important because despite all that we've been talking about and there is a lot of talk of a lot of things now Joe Biden is free completely free to really focus on picking a VIP now this is a process that has already started because obviously despite the fact primaries were still going on but Joe Biden was already the presumptive nominee and uh, Bernie Sanders has already publicly conceded that was already enough for Joe Biden to feel comfortable but it looks like we were waiting of uh, waiting of uh, that moment 
when Joe Biden is officially the nominee for him to pick a VIP. As such, we took a look at the women that Joe Biden will be looking at as possible candidate for running mate. That's Amy Klobuchar, that you're familiar with, Tammy Duckworth. She's a congressman out of Texas. And those women are Stacey Abram, who needs no introduction. Those women already know that they have a chance because of the fact that, well, guess what? Joe Biden did mention that he is going to pick a woman, and so far, he has not said anything to the contrary, and it would be a suicide for Joe Biden not to carry through. Because even those who today are supporting Joe Biden may turn their back on him if he were to change his mind by not picking a woman. So we are fairly certain that Joe Biden is going to keep his words and is going to keep take a woman as his running mate. On Monday we will show you despite everything that's going on that there is hope for America in the 2020 presidential election. We're going to look at not only the individual, hopefully that uh, Joe Biden has not made the announcement yet, and we will tell you who is the most likely to be picked by Joe Biden as running mate, and we will also show you a, what the outcome of the 2020 presidential race looks like. conservatism and it must be clearly diagnosed, excised, and discarded. Whenever evil wrongdoing seems to be the only thing that's 
that you can see that's all around you you may feel discouraged you may throw on throw the towel so to speak in fact a lot of people have done exactly that contrary to people the world over who come to the United States seeking for a better life financial that is mostly American that flee the United States usually are for a very different reason they tired of wrongdoing of being victimized and they feel powerless because they look left they look right and they don't see any solution to the problem and it's not that the problem is not staring all of us in the eyes it's just that the people who are in control do not give a damn we saw the video of how direct Chauvin his legs his knee on the on the neck of uh, George Floyd no that's not George Floyd on the screen which trigger a world wide protest against police brutality yes it started with protests against the George Floyd murder that's how the protest started against George Floyd murder and that those protests across the United States of America where people watch a police officer put his knee on an individual neck on arm and two other police officers kneel on his back for seven for eight minutes and 46 seconds and if you watch the actual video you notice that George Floyd was struggling in the beginning to try to move his neck out of the way and direct Chauvin the police officer make sure that didn't happen and press on his neck direct Chauvin did make certain that George Floyd died on the floor. It wasn't an accident. And of course, some people believe that it's uh
kind of a a crime a cruel way of killing someone but they thought it was just you know one of those things that some bad apple now you have four cops four of them under the same lenses killing an individual an unarmed individual instead of any one of them doing anything they all have participated in the murder of an unarmed individual so when I say here that most cops are corrupt and people look at it as no it's just a few bad apples go anywhere in the country take any precinct go by precinct to precinct to precinct and see what happened in 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 those precincts most cops are corrupt yes there is a handful of cops who want to do the right thing but most cops are corrupt and that's the reason we blacks we already know that we live it we witness it we experience it and we've been saying that for the longest George oh rather Martin Gugino is a 75 year old man he was pushed by police in Buffalo New York the same people who supposed to serve and protect they push him to the floor he fell so hard on his back that he bleeded on the floor and watch what happened after they push him he fell on the floor they go they went right past by him because they believe they have the right to harm the citizen they supposed to protect now the mayor did put those two police officers in administrative leave and they weren't happy 57 of them resigned because they feel it was unfair when I tell you that those individual in fact I don't think the citizen of Buffalo would miss those people because they weren't in the job to do what is required of a police officers they were in the job to abuse of the power of being a police officer so they're resigning from the force is a welcome idea now here's the video of the police officer pushing that 75 year old man who fell on the floor look again you may have missed it look closely this time yeah it, it turns out that man was 75 years old and he 
I want you to pay attention to what happened after that. The police officer who pushed the 75-year-old on the floor, that 75-year-old man, Martin Gugino, he pushed him on the floor, and it looks like he realized after the guy fell on the floor, he may have attempted to check on him, but the officer right behind him pushed him out of the way, literally saying, no, I'll leave him there. Yes, New York finest. The same people who are supposed to protect are the one harming. Now, that guy, when we were coming to present this program, was in a hospital in a critical but stable condition. Notice I said critical but stable condition because he fell on his back, he said against the pavement, and he was bleeding. Yes, a police officer did that. Let's watch again. Do you see what happened? And they're all looking at. See? There it is again. Yes, most police officers are corrupt. There are a handful of cops who take their job seriously, who understand that their job is to protect the citizen that they assign to protect. But most cops are corrupt. Those situations that you're looking at, they're not isolated cases. Those situations haven't happened to be caught on camera nowadays because, you know, cameras everywhere. But we black, we have been the victim of cops for a very, very long time. This is not something that's happening today. And the reason that now you see that it's spilling over and they're doing it to white because they become so comfortable doing it to blacks and they feel empowered, nothing happened to them. So now they feel like they can extend it further. You know, it's like someone who's been doing evil committing crime, even if you have a camera on that person, the first few minutes the person could be conscious of a camera, but after that, doesn't matter. They continue to do the evil because that's who they are. The system makes it happen. Because when a cops kill a black person, get away with it. As of date, there are only three cases of cops who have paid a price for killing a black individual. Three cases. Just three. I happen to know two of them. Michael Schlager, that I mentioned to you, I show you the video, South Carolina, and Jason Dyke, then 
from Illinois, Chicago. He killed Laquan McDonald. Both of them caught on tape. Just three. Do you know how many people police officers in the United States kill every year? Over a thousand people. Just three. And the reason those three happened to have paid a price is because it was too raw, caught on tape. There was no way anyone could have defended those people. In more than a thousand people killed every year in the United States by police officers, only three paid a price. Why wouldn't they continue to commit crime? Why don't they, wouldn't they think that they have a right to harm the citizen of the country. There is no accountability. With the murder of George Floyd by a police officer, we also found out that 44 other people in Minneapolis were rendered unconscious by police officers. They were lucky enough not to have died, but do you know what it takes to render an individual unconscious? Yes, those are the people who are supposed to serve and protect. But there are only a few bad apples. We, blacks, have for a very long time known aware that police officers, most police officers, are bad cops. And notice I didn't say all, I said must. Most police officers are bad cops. They abuse people's rights, they taunt them, they antagonize them, they don't respect their the, the citizen rights because they figure out that they have a gun and when it comes to black you see that guy that the police officer just the, the white guy he just pushed to the floor you think if he were to be a black person that person could have even be shot and they would have said it's because he attacked the police that's what they do they lie most police officers are bad cops. There is only a handful of police officers who take their job seriously, who respect the people that they are supposed to work with, to protect. But most cops abuse the power that they given. Because they have a gun, they shoot, and the partner would corroborate their lies. You think if there was no camera that show you the murder of George Floyd, that those police officers would have concocted a story and said, George Floyd attacked the police, that's why he was killed? That's what they do on a regular basis. Most police officers are bad cops. I don't know how many times to repeat that because from a black perspective, where we at, the experience that we have, some of them, some of us are eyewitnesses. Some of us are victims that police officers, no matter where they are, 
when it comes to black, they abuse them. So those protests are not just for nothing. It's because we, blacks, are tired of it. So when yeah, it, it turns out that man was seventy-five years old. There were four of those guys. All four of them. One put his knee on George Floyd's neck. Two others put their knee on uh, his back, pressing cutting his life away literally and you're talking about a few bad apple so am I to believe that those are the only four in Minneapolis that have been rendered people unconscious forty four people arrested by police officers in Minneapolis were rendered unconscious. According to the report, the name of those officers weren't part of those 44 times. So it is a systemic problem in the police force. And the reason it's that way, by the way, the reason it's that way, it's, it's really that way, is because the system has allowed police officer to kill again and again and again and again and again, and they never have to pay a price. If you go to the peoplebranch.org, you can search for criminals with badges. I studied this series in 2013. That girl you're looking at, already afraid for her life, was shot by that police officer you see on the screen. That woman's eyes. She had to have several stitches caused by a police officer. That girl was drunk making fun of a police officer who shot her to death. Yes, the very people who are supposed to protect the citizen of the country, most of those people, that guy, on the floor, Alton Sterling in Ohio, two police officers with a gun pointing at his on his chest. He didn't have a gun. He has he is his back against the floor. Do you know that he got shot on the floor and those police officers weren't charged? 
Yes, that's the problem in the United States of America. That police officers committed crime against a citizen and the system say, oh, that's fine. That's just fine. Can you imagine that woman, pregnant woman, shot dead by a police officer and the police officer didn't even lose his job? <laughs> and you're telling me it's a few bad apples? Now, I don't have the resources to get all the cases of police officer, police brutality, murder, but there are, according to stat, more than 1,000 people killed by police officer every year in the United States of America. Why is that? Now, would you care to know that only 10% of those people were armed? Just 10%. Just 10% had a weapon. But over a thousand people in the United States every year lose their lives to police officers, the same people who are supposed to serve and protect. several books based on presidents and on Obama specifically, I found that they're typically partisan. The Obama legacy targets the heart of the issue by giving credit to the president where it's due, but definitely coming down hard on Obama on his bigger failures, like his handling of the Syrian crisis. If you are in college, going to college, you are an educator, a faculty member, or someone with interest in government or politics, the Obama Legacy is definitely a book to read. My professor recommended The Obama Legacy. A friend actually recommended The Obama Legacy. I would highly recommend this book for anyone, whether for academic use or leisure reading. I would recommend this book to anyone out there searching for an impartial and unbiased look into Barack Obama's tenure as president. I would definitely recommend this book as a good read for both liberals and conservatives. is a cancer on conservatism and it must be clearly diagnosed, excised, and discarded. Um,
the protests on the street, especially here in the United States, is always a good thing. And the reason is simple, is because it reminds us that we are living in a system of democracy that provide us the opportunity to redress the wrongdoing, the evil that's caused, sometimes by some, sometimes by a large group, other time by really a sizable group of people. And this time, it's the police force and the people who support the wrongdoing, their evil doing. The two Buffalo police officers who pushed the 75-year-old man have been charged with assault. That's a good start. Because had the police officers suffered the consequences of their action, there would be less and less of the crime that they commit against the people they're supposed to protect. And I say it is a good thing that the prosecutor in Buffalo take, took that action. In Minneapolis, it's already banned. Chokehold is already banned. And that's a good start. And it is our hope that the country as a whole would implement policies that would prevent police officers from being the criminals. Because as it stands today, they are the criminal. I hope you join me next week when we continue the conversation about was an update through the prism of common sense. Join us again next week. I am MD, host of the Fourth Branch Program, the place for common sense. Send us comments, criticism, suggestion, or simply let us know how we're doing. Thank you for watching. Have a wonderful weekend. See you soon. Get up, I get down, and I'm jumping around in the rumpus and rug. Get so comfortable now. Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to grow. So I got an apartment across from the park. Cooking wah in my fridge, still I'm not feeling great. Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to go. Here we go. Taxes are due. Do my password begin with a one or a two? Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to grow. Metronome. Man, I'm up to something. Ooh, di la di do. Thank you all for coming. 
I hope you like the show, cause it's on a budget. So who did la di do, yeah? Come on, here we go, yeah. Come on, here we go. Suck it, jump, that's face on everybody. Pretend you know this song. Everybody come hang. Let's go out with the bang. Your best face on everybody pretend you know this song everybody come hang Let's go out with a bang Here we go